Welcome to Causing the Effect, where we will connect and change the mind and body. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing? It is June 25th, Thursday here, looking like a muggy morning out in New York City. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, as always, really appreciating the positive feedback. Uh, let's keep liking, reviewing. Again, if you're most people are listening to this on on Apple, but uh, you know we're also available on Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora. Please leave a review. Um, we're trying to get in this Apple highlight reel, but. Um, if not, all good. Really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for letting me share and serve some knowledge with you. Um, first off, I'd like to thank my friend that we discussed in the last episode. I uh, highly suggest you checking that out, episode 14. Um, my friend Sam, we called him. We just helped him out a little bit. Really discussed a lot of different pieces here. Why you know you should give everything you have. Why time is important. All that good stuff. Um, that one came from the heart, Sam, and I appreciate that. It did help you, um, and that's all that matters. If you guys have any questions, um, you know that's really how I see and feel what um, you guys are thinking. Uh, please reach out. Any questions? I'm more than happy to tackle if if it if it hits the the right piece. Uh, causing the effect podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, follow the Instagram account, Causing the Effect Podcast as well. Um, let's get into it. Thursday Fitness, we are going to talk about uh, metabolism. So I just thought this was useful. Uh, a couple of my friends were talking to me about it. Uh, you know, the metabolism, I think there's some preconceived notions about it. There is uh, just even incorrect data. So I wanted to hit this and um, it really could change you know, the, the weight loss a little bit. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. Um, met metabolism is a, a term used to describe the chemical reactions involved in maintaining the, the living state, your life of cells or organisms. Now, everybody in my life has always said, uh, you know, that that common thread. Uh, I can't lose weight because of my slow metabolism. You know, I'm not saying that's totally BS, but we'll talk about it. Um, you know, just up front, I, I think it's true to a point, but it's not, it's certainly not everything. There's definitely ways to speed it up. Um, you know, when it comes down to it, there's two key components that really uh, break down your metabolism. Not really anything to do with genetics, but it's more what you eat, the nutrition, and then the exercise piece. Um, the truth is you can boost your metabolism by simply changing these two components. Uh, I personally did it. Excuse me. I was, you know, overweight. I think you guys probably know that by this point, I was around 220, 230 when I was in my teens. And uh, I really didn't know as much, but I got through it and um, we'll discuss a little bit. So to break it down, there is uh, two parts of the metabolism. There's catabolism, which is the, the breakdown of molecules to obtain energy, and then um, anabolism the synthesis of compounds needed uh, by the cells. So your metabolism relies upon nutrients that, you know, break down, um, you know, break down different parts of the body to produce energy. So basically energy gets synthesized into protein and your DNA. Now from, from that, that's basically how, you know, you're, you're kind of moving, how, how the body's being efficient. The, the current, uh, the correct nutrients are important for your body to, to properly function, uh, repair any dysfunctions you have, as well as build up the, the body's tissue and the cells. So your body needs carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and various other inorganic elements. So the major elements are supplied through, you know, your carbs, your lipids, your proteins, your fats, everything that we know, we've spoken about carbs, proteins, and fats, um, you know, pretty, pretty extensively on this. So, you know, carbs, the 
killer carbs. As uh, we discussed, check out intermittent fasting, keto episodes to get more, a little bit more info on that. But I'll, I won't go into too much detail on carbs, but there is three different groups, starches, sugar, and fiber. But uh, as we discussed on earlier episodes, carbs do end up taking about half of um, the average American's diet. Again, that's up for discussion, but um, you know, just for now, know that there's starch, sugar, and fiber um, in, you know, included into this kind of carbohydrates. So the food does supply carbohydrates in those three forms. Uh, you know, f- mostly starches and sugars form the major and essential and the essential sources of energy for humans, and then fiber contributes as well. Fiber is always important. Um, protein, we all know about protein. These are, uh, as we mentioned, proteins will get broken down into different, um, you know, different basically uh, amino acids. So the essential amino acids, there is about eight of them. I won't go through them, but they're leucine, uh, phenyl, phenyl, alanine, uh, valine, as well as, uh, you know, lysine. Um, and anything that you don't get through an amino acid, anything that's maybe you're going to need through, uh, an inessential amino acid is going to, to have to be, you know, something that you take from a supplement or BCAAs or any type of, um, you know, amino acids. But, you know, proteins do help in the cell structure, the functioning, the hemoglobin formation to carry, you know, oxygen, enzymes uh, that really create a vital reaction and and uh, really kind of helps the flow of the functions in the body. The foods with the best quality proteins are, you know, we've heard me, me discuss this, eggs, uh, meats, vegetables, grains, all that good stuff. The last piece that we're going to talk about is fats. You know, fats are basically concentrated uh, energy. That's the way you could look at it. They're concentrated sources of energy. The interesting piece with fats is they produce twice as much energy as either carbs or protein. So that's why, you know, the the, the new science has kind of moved more towards a high-fat diet. Um, you know, functions of fat they they could really provide re- that reserve energy. So anytime you're you're working out, you kind of need that next level, and you feel dead, and you kind of get that next boost of energy. The chances are you are getting those essential fatty acids um, that are kind of giving you that boost. They help to really form the cell structure as well. So that's very important. Um, you know the metabolism does affect you know your current weight. The 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 process of metabolism, as we discussed, is that you know. Anabolism, which helps you grow new cells, and then the catabolism, which breaks down fat and the carbs. So, um, this the catabolism helps keep you warm. That's basically what you're using on the uh, that helps release the energy that fuels the anabolism. Uh, insulin is one of those hormones that help regulate that this cycle. You'll hear insulin a lot. So, if you're significantly overweight, there is a high risk that your body could stop responding to insulin. That's when you run into those issues. Um, of the sugar staying in your in your blood, and then you know instead of being stored to energy, and that's really when the type two di- diabetes come in, which could end up being uh, a problem. But you know, luckily, we're gonna go through at the end here some ways to speed up your metabolism, how to some just some of my tips. So there is three pieces that break down your your metabolic rate. You know, we could call it the energy expenditure. Uh, and they've been broken down to three different categories. There's the the basal metabolic rate, also known as BMR. I've heard, I'm sure you know if you're interested in this stuff, you've seen that. That that you know, and I'm, I'll break down each one. There's the the BMR. Then there's the thermic eff, uh, effect of food, and then the energy used during physical activity. So the BMR uh, is basically the amount 
of energy your body needs to maintain homeostasis. This is, you know, basically when you're neutral. Uh, it is determined by, you know, the muscle mass that you have, particularly the lean muscle mass, um, as, as well as, you know, the energy that you need to, to consume. So it's important to preserve or even increase the lean muscle mass through exercise or losing weight or, you know, all that stuff that we've kind of discussed about. So that's the biggest piece um, is just trying to get that lean muscle mass up. Just to give you a little bit of sense, an average man does have a BMR of around 7,100 kJs per day, while the average woman has a BMR of 5,900. And just to, you know, when you see, if you wear one of these Apple watches, if you see, um, you know, when you're burning calories sitting down, that's kind of what the BMR is doing. You just, you know, you're burning a couple calories every every couple minutes, um, so that's pretty useful. The thermic effect of food is also known as thermogenesis. This is when your body uses energy to digest the foods and uh, the drinks you, you consume and also absorb. Uh, thermogenesis accounts for, you know, I would say 10 to 15% of the, uh, your, your BMR while the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, should I say your, your metabolic rate while the BMR takes up about 60 to, to 80% of that daily energy use as well. Then, um, the, the third piece that, that, kind of is contained in the metabolic rate is that energy used during exercise. This is the energy from physical movement, walking around, exercise um, that you're going to need each day. Physical activities, you know, we've discussed those in, um, you know, in various uses. We always say 30, 30 to 45 minutes of, I would say, not light, light moderate to intense physical activity per day is kind of what's been suggested here as well. So uh, now... All this stuff is good, but how is it going to help us if if we don't know, you know, what's what's the how, how do I speed it up, Scott? What's the the best way to do it? You know, I do have some uh, hands-on experience with this. My goal in my when I was going from eighteen to twenty-one was to speed up my metabolism. That way, you don't have to worry about that because that is something that ends up being, um, you know, really kind of forgotten about. That if if you're overweight. And this is something I just luckily kind of stumbled across when I was younger, that if you were overweight, it does have a constant continual effect on your metabolism, even though you're at a lower weight. So if you take two people that weigh the same weight, the same weight, uh, one who's been at, at, you know, normal to skinny their whole life and one who's struggled with with weight, the first, the, 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 the normal weighted person can get an average amount of activity and eat an average amount of food and nothing's going to happen to them, right? Because they're on that, that homeostasis for, for their whole life. But unfortunately for that, that over, that used to be overweight person, you know, if you go from having a restricted diet, working on it, then back to an average one, the risk of putting the weight back on is, um, exponentially higher. It's about 40 to 50% even higher. And then the truth is researchers don't even know what why this happens. It could be nature, but studies have suggested that it has to do with hormonal changes. Um, so I knew this when I was, um, you know, when I lost my weight. So I just kept, you know, I kept a diet basically until, until now for 10 years. So, uh, you know, I would say that I, there is parts of my life where I take three to four months off or, you know, you want to eat whatever you want. And, it's not like I'm putting back on the weight. So it really is a long-term thing if you want to change your metabolism. It's not something you could do in six months or 12 months. But let's get into it. Uh, I'll tell you a couple ways to speed up your metabolism. Uh, you know, the first thing is, you, again, I, I probably said this on some other ones. It doesn't seem like it's, it's a bad for anything. But, uh, in, uh, you know, upping the, the increase of protein. So, you know, eating foods with high protein does help spike the metabolism. So if you eat more lean meats... 
excuse me, or beans or nuts and other high protein foods, you know, ideally this will, um, you know, help boost that metabolism. And uh, I think it goes into the next point here is, is eating smaller meals. So when you eat uh, six times a day, that really ends up giving your, uh, your metabolism more, let's just say more kind of more fast twitch muscles and in a very simple sense, it's, uh, you know, eating more raises the metabolism and speeds up that weight loss because of the work that it's doing to digest the food on, uh, on every day. So instead of eating, you know, only making the insides work three times a day, it's you're obviously less, um, you know, less work for the metabolism when you're eating six or seven times a day. Uh, getting more vitamin D is fantastic. Uh, that's even good for, for the virus now too. And I think this is something that, you know, uh, people have been talking about, Dr. Rhonda Patrick always, always highly suggests it, um, increasing the vitamin D, uh, get out in the sun or take a, or take a, a multivitamin getting this, this one nutrient really helps speed up the process as well as boosting the immune system, which is, you know, fantastic. Drinking water, um, always a good thing to, to, to be able to drink water. I suggest having a gallon a day. Sounds crazy to some people, but the dehydrated cells and organs don't function as well as they should um, for really anything, for muscle growth, for metab- for your metabolic rate um, w- when you're fully hydrated. So it's always better to be fully hydrated unless you're doing, you know, once you're taking that, that pool party, <laughs> you want that dehydrated look. Um, the, the other piece is having that cup of morning coffee. And this is something I always found interesting because, again, if you use your, your, your watch, your, your calorie counter on your watch, if you drink a cup of coffee and your, your heart rate goes up, you're going to burn more calories. So that's basically your metabolism kicking it into that, that next gear that um, could be crucial, but, you know, it does work. The, uh, the next piece is eating the omega-3 fatty acids. I take fish oil. I've suggested taking fish oil on this podcast. Um, you want to get those in. Uh, you know, it could be a bit rough to take in some of those fish oils. I think the, the simple GNC ones, you want to get, you know, 1,000 to 3,000 milligrams a day, but you could always just have a piece of salmon or, or anything like that. Um, another thing that really helps, as we discussed earlier, is, it, you know, increasing that, that lean muscle mass. So strength training does really help. So it's not about... Um, looking good. It's, it's about, you know, you're, you're forcing your muscles to, to use more energy than fat. So, um, we prefer to have more muscle than fat, obviously, in order to keep that, that energy burning. Um, you know, I wouldn't overdo that cutting calories. Some people think that, you know, you lose weight by cutting a bunch of calories and and then that's going to, you know, that could really end up doing a number on your metabolism just because it's all out of whack. So, you know, in, in total, you know, I think we, we did hit on a couple of, of important points here, but, you know, the, the most important thing is is this myth that, that we wanted to discuss here. I, I, I personally think it's part truth and it is part myth um, that, you know, metabolism is the key to, to the weight or the, or the blame. The There has been a, you know, a rising tide of obesity in this country that we all know and some people just want to blame it on you know, it's inherited, it's genetics. And I think that does kind of go along with this movement that we've seen in the last 10, 15 years with, with people kind of not wanting to take self-responsibility for it. And that's a deeper kind of, you know, conversation to have. But the good news is you, you could speed it up. So again, instead of taking, you know, taking the, the, the easy route and just blaming 
you know, oh, blame my parents or blame my grandfather. Speed that metabolism up. That The body's designed to store excess energy in fat cells. So if you eat and drink more calories than your body expends, then you're going to gain weight. It's that simple. But, you know, the, the most remarkable thing about, you know, all of this is how it does change from day to day. You know, only a few excess calories each day could lead to significant weight gain at the end of the year. So eating an extra apple each day, you know, not that it's going to make you gain more weight, but it's about spreading that out. And and when you're able to to spread out that food on a on a on a much smaller basis and let that body kind of go to work and and let the engine do its thing, it's it's much easier. So it does have a genetic component. It does have um, a nutrition component. Anybody has any questions about this, um, more than happy to discuss or help you let let you know. My big secret was I had a grapefruit every night. Um, the grapefruit, I didn't see it on any websites, but maybe that's just the Scott fact right there. So I do the grapefruit a day. Let me know if this helps. Um, as always, it is a pleasure to to share and serve some knowledge with you. Stay safe, stay positive, stay blessed. And I'll talk to you later. Have a great one, my friends. Bye-bye.